This show was taped with the bases loaded and two strikes on the batter. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. And now it's time for the show that groans when you touch it. It's Saturday Night Napsalk. Hello? Cat? Cat? Are you are you in that booth? Oh no. Oh no. Uh Ted's gone. Uh I mean I kinda kinda dreamed about this day, but uh not when the show's starting. Uh is he not is Where's that intern? Can they can they look under the desk again? He might be crying there again. No, uh uh, okay, Kent's got hi, hi everybody. Well, welcome to Saturday Night Napsock. Uh, this is the fifty-second edition of the. Uh, we need an ad read. Okay, oh, hold on, hold on. Uh, keep the show, uh, keep the show going. I, I, I think I can get someone into uh, to do the ad read. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, just yeah, yeah, just, just get in there. Just, uh, just, uh, just go up to the. Uh, the copy should be there. Yeah, it should be right there. Yeah, okay, I'm, uh, I'm not seeing it there, Peter. I'm not, what, what do we get? This, that's not, uh, that's a, that's a receipt to Del Taco there. Uh, what, all right, so, uh, what do you want me to do there, Petey? Uh, can you just hold down the show for, we need an ad read. I, I'm sure Ken's around, uh, we're checking, uh, the bathroom. Uh, doesn't, it's not locked, so he, he's not in there. Um, could you just do an ad read? Well, yeah, yeah, you said that. Let's do an ad read there, but I don't see, I don't see the copy. I said again, that's a Del Taco receipt. That's uh, this right here is a uh, fifteen. No, that's a twenty-year-old issue of Maxim magazine. That's kind of, that's interesting there. Um, okay, um, what do you want me to do? That I, I can do. I can. You got the. Uh, give, yeah, just tell me what the sponsor for the show is this week, uh, PD, and I'll, uh, I'll I'll read it there. Um. Yeah. I. <sighs> I think you might just have to. Can you make one up? Can you just no? No one, no one buys any of the, of the stuff anyways. Like we have got an affiliate dollar and years, quite frankly. So maybe, maybe just make it up. Make up. Uh, I, I'm not following you there, Petey. Make up just a kind of like improvisation there skills there, which I'll tell you. Let me tell you something there. Uh, one of the best improvisers I've ever saw on set was was Gene Wilder, who was just a sweetheart as well, but he would just, uh, the crazy make-em-ups he would do was spectacular there. Uh, and he was always on the set for Brewster's Millions. But I gotta tell you, watching him and Brian... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, great. Uh, uh, yes, Dutch. Uh, can, but can you just, uh, we're on a time crunch today, can you just, uh, just, just, just do an ad? Just, just do a, a sponsor now, please. Thank you. All right, all right, okay. Hey, everybody, this is Dutch Allen, and I'm, uh, I guess, guest hosting here for Saturday Night Napsuck, which is the show that Kenny Napsuck puts together every week. He's not here right now. We don't know why. We're checking uh, most of the local fast food establishments to see if he's okay. Uh, but I'm going to do um, uh, today's show. we got a great show for you planned, absolutely, from our heart, just one of our best efforts here. And uh, we got a sponsor for the show today. Um, it is um, just um, just make it up, Petey. I don't understand. Yep. Please, for the love of God, just just make up a sponsor. Anything. 
Okay, uh, today's show is brought to you by Lady Stockings. Hey, ladies, uh, we know you're out there uh, living uh, the life that you want, uh, which is the, the sign of the times now, and I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, I, you know, I started working at Par- Paramount. St- um, uh, okay, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Lady Stockings. Uh, if you want Lady Stockings uh, they, uh, for your legs, um, just, uh, just they slide up easily. Uh, there's no uh, no runs. Uh, you, you don't get uh, nicks and runs in them. Uh, I, I, I imagine that's something you don't want. Um, and then, uh, yeah, you, you, they slide on up there. They, they cover all the, all the necessary angles. And they also, I think they constrict a little bit there, too. Uh, which, by the way, a lot of men don't talk about that. But I think we're jealous of the fact that uh, uh, a lot of you get to maybe wear some restrictive. That's, you know, PDs, what do you, you're, you're not looking good in that booth. Okay. Yeah, so Lady Stockings are here. And that's, uh, thank you, Lady Stockings, for uh, sponsoring the show. No, please, please just do uh, do something else. Please, no, no more Lady Stockings. Uh, all right. Uh, today's show was brought to you by uh, these fine cigarettes I'm smoking here today. I know smoking is, uh, isn't as cool as it used to be, but in my day coming up there, if you wanted to be anything worth your weight in anything, you smoked a nice cigarette. You took a long drag uh, on, the, on the tobacco rolled in that little paper, and you took it into your lungs, and you just let it sit there for a long time there, then you let it come on out. And if you were, if you were extra cool, uh, there was something kind of fantastic, and you just do a puff, and a puff, and a poof. And, 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 and people, wow, I'll tell you what, uh, I, would, I, would, I would impress the ladies out of their lady stockings with my cigarettes. So today's show is brought to you by these. I don't even know the brand of, of these. These are called, uh, I think these are called uh, Tostics. That seems... Now they're just giving up on the names. They used to have cool names, you know, Laramie, Marlboro. Now these are called Tostics. I don't even, that doesn't seem right. Okay, yeah, uh, thanks, thanks, Dutch. Uh, that was, uh, that was, that was good. I mean, if you want, Petey, I'd do another take there. I could throw another advertisement in there. Uh, we, we can, uh, do, do, they, do they still send diapers door to door? Uh, back in my day, for some of my kids, we would have, uh, you know, a, a man, a stranger in a truck, would drop off a bag of cloth diapers there. And then uh, you'd take the used ones, you'd just uh, put them in the bag, uh, another bag, and you'd leave these used uh, dirty diapers on your doorstep there for some guy to come pick them up. Uh, do they still do that? Because I, I can make up a, a crazy make up advert about that if you want. No, no, uh, that's okay. Whoa, 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 because I, am, I haven't got a Christmas card for you, uh, ever, ever. I got one from Easter, but you sent it on Thanksgiving. So I, I don't, you know, that's, that's just, Petey, I'll see you, I'll see you, I'll uh, put on a, Petey, put on a mask and we'll go get a steak down there at the smokehouse, okay? All right, thanks, Dutch. Quit flirting with Petey. Get on out of here. He'll meet you down at the Burger King or wherever you go. It's the, it's the smokehouse, and you know it's the smokehouse because you've been banned from the smokehouse. So there you go. Last time I helped you. But, Petey, anything for you, okay, pal? Yeah, th- thanks, Dutch. Thank you. Uh, oh, uh, Ken, I, I hesitate to ask, where were you? 
Well, thanks for the concern, Petey. Thanks for the concern. You, I'll tell you what I was. I, I went to get into my car to come to this godforsaken studio in godforsaken Burbank. And I, get into, I go in, into the driveway. And right in front of my house is a crow killing a rat. Horrible. Horrible sight. Uh, I'm not understanding why that kept you from your job. Do you know what a crow eating a rat in your front yard means? In your driveway, Pete. It was in my driveway. Do you know what that means? Uh, not today. Well, I need to find out what it means. That's, I'm, I'm afraid. I don't, I don't know. I looked it up. I tried to look it up. You know, I, I went, uh, I consulted, um, like the I Ching. Is that a thing? I, I consulted, uh, I looked up, I got an encyclopedia out from my storage. I tried to look it up. It's got to mean something, like some kind of prophecy or a sign, like a witchcraft sign. You know, a crow had killed a rat and was dining on it next to my Mustang. How You, you want to leave and come to work when that's going on? Or do you want to figure out if you're cursed by some old lady who lives in a cave down the end of the, the dirt road? Where do, where do you live? Where do, uh, yeah, well, you know, to me, yeah, you're right. I haven't, I haven't invited you to the house and I won't, Petey. Um, yeah, no, um, I'm, I will freaked out. It's got to mean something, right? It can't be good. That's not a good sign, is it? I, I, uh, I, I don't, I, no, it doesn't seem like a good sign. Aha, uh-huh, Petey. So now you're with me. Now you agree. Now you're feeling it. I couldn't get, what's a little, well, radio show. Even with my name on it, Saturday Night Knapsack, I don't care. If I'm cursed, I got to figure that out. Quite frankly, I, got, I think I got to go back. Uh, look, we're, we're already trying to do shorter shows so that you can go, like, drink on your patio. So let's maybe just finish the show. Then you can go find out if you're cursed by some witch in a cave thanks to a crow eating a rat in front of you. See, when you say it like that, I don't think you care for me, Peter. I don't. Uh-huh. That's what I thought. It, let me ask you this, though. It could be good. It could be rats. I, you know, I used to have rats as, a, as, as pets as a kid. So I have, a, I have an affinity for that kind of rodent. But, you know, generally speaking, rats in the wild probably, I, you know, not, not your friend. They're in your attic. They're eating your wires and stuff like that. That's not good. No one likes that. And so... Crows, on the other hand, crows, crows are assholes. We know this. So it's kind of like who you're rooting for here. This, this is who you're rooting for. It's like the Patriots versus Ramsey Bolton. I don't know which way to go in this one. So, but maybe the crow is like taking out the pests in my life. Maybe that means the pests in my life are going to leave soon. If you... If you think I'm going to quit this job, uh, I'm, I'm going to outlast you. I'm determined to stay here until you go. You see, it's that kind of spite that actually makes me kind of like you, Petey. All right. I'll figure that out. I'm going to figure out what that means. I'm going to look up a book. Is there, a, is there like a local, like, you know, like a Native American shaman that we can ask. Oh, please don't say that. Don't, don't say that. I used the right term, Petey. But as a white man, maybe you just don't need to go there. Well, I, mean, 
That's definitely what my lawyer said. All right, fair enough. I'll have to figure this out on my own through the power and uh, know-it-all energy of the internet. I mean, yeah. I just can't wait till they cancel you. T-minus two days till that. All right, everybody, on with the show. And now it's time for a check of traffic with the SNN Traffic Report. And this is your SNN Traffic, brought to you by the Farron Family Diner. Come on down to their one convenient location underneath the freeway on-ramp that the city built up around them because time kept marching on. Burgers, egg salad sandwiches, and omelets are about all of their two line cooks know how to make. So head there now. Seriously, the dinner menu starts at 3 p.m. and goes to 4.35 p.m. at the Farron Family Diner. Our, t- our sponsor today. All right, we're flying high over the most dangerous intersection in the city right now. Everyone down below is staring up at us as we maintain this very, very low, tight orbit around the scene. There is nothing going on down there on the streets below, but my pilot and I are a little bored today because traffic is pretty much going smooth, uh, considering, especially considering uh, because everyone is back out there because they told themselves the pandemic is over. So here we are flying so low that everyone that lives within one mile of here cannot be having a good time. (laughs) I'm sure we've interrupted some good naps as we go round and round and round and round and round for absolutely no reason. The citizens below us do not look happy. In fact, oopsie, there you go. One of them just flipped us off. Yeah, you, I see, I see you, jerk face. Yeah, I, I see the words you're mouth, mouthing. Yeah, that's how low we are. <laughs> so we'll keep you updated back in the studio if something actually does happen while we're out here annoying the good people of this fair city. And remember, do you like an old-timey diner feel with absolutely none of the modern comforts that ruin your restaurant experience now? Then head on over to the Farron Family Diner. Tell them Bert sent you and get an extra napkin for free. I'm Bert Burton, and that was your SNN Traffic Report. We've um, we've got some big news on an upcoming episode here on uh, Saturday Night Naps. Like a lot of you know, we've been trying to get this uh, one particular guest to just call him. I don't need him to come to the studio. Uh, he's uh, he's played a space wizard. He's played like a like a kind of like a medieval wizard. He's also played like a villainous kind of wizard. Um, so yeah, he's gonna. I'm I've got confirmation that he is going to be calling into the show very soon. Whoa, wait. Wait, is this now? Pete, is this now? Uh, definitely not now. I don't know who this is. Okay, yeah. Should we answer it? If you want that god-awful sound to stop, yes. All right, you're testy today, Petey. All right, hey, welcome to Saturday Night Napsock. Who's this? Uh, it's Chet. Um, hey, can I make a request? Oh, God, no, this isn't that. Wait a second. Wait, hey, Chet, do you got a moment? Um, I fell asleep in my pickup truck. I don't know if that answers the question, but all right. Hey, hear me out. Uh, Chet, you're, you're kind of like a, you're like a spiritual dude, right? You're, you're like, 
worship the sun or something. Uh, I used to get all the gold stars for remembering Bible verses. Close enough. Hey, so I had this thing happen to me, and I want to know if you could maybe decipher it, you know, since you're so in tune, like Mother Nature and probably animals and stuff. You you, you surf, right? You sound like you surf. Uh, yeah, I do. How'd you know that? Sometimes stereotypes are shortcuts. All right, Chet, um, let me ask you this. I went out to my uh, car this morning, and a crow was dining on the dead carcass of a rat. Uh-huh. Do you know what that means? Like, you're in tune with the ancients, right? Uh-huh. So, does that is that a sign of something bad or something, you know, good? Could it be good? Chad, is it good? Uh-huh. Ch- is It's good. What... Are you, can you elaborate on that there, Chet? What? What? Oh, sorry. No, I was, I'm working. I was taking an order for a pizza. Could, but you could have, could it? <clears throat> okay. But did you hear what I was asking you about the crow devouring the rat in front of me? Oh, God, no. That's disgusting. What'd you do? Did you run? I would have run. Oh, man, that's horrible. You know what that means, right? No, 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 Chet, no, I don't, I don't know what that means. But do you know? Do you know? I see, I knew it. I knew it. I knew in your voice. You, you probably one of those people, you get up at like four in the morning, you get in your Volkswagen van and you go down to the beach and you surf and you're one with nature, right? I, I knew you'd have the answers, Chet. Oh, uh, no, I have a pickup truck. Right, right. Yeah, you said that. Okay. Yeah, right. Okay. But, uh, crow, devouring rat. What does it mean? Go. I don't, I, what? I don't, I don't know what it means. But you, you just said what? You just said you knew what it mean. You gave you indicated you knew, Chet. <laughs> no, not at all. But it sounds bad, man. That can't be good. A bird eating a rodent? That's 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 not good at all. Yeah, we're just we're just going in circles. It's just something that rat can't do anymore. Okay, so yeah, uh, if you don't know, Chet, I'm gonna have to let you go because we don't take requests here. Um, I, I have a customer that comes in all the time. I think he knows. Ah, okay. Now we're cooking that rodent with gas. What what, what, can you re, can you call him or something? Oh, totally. Yeah. Hold hold on. Not not while you're on the phone with me, Chet. H- hang up the phone, Chet. Hang up the phone and then call your friend. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I can't get through. The line's busy. Because we're on the line, Chet. Well, that's got some deep meaning, yeah. All right, so who who is this customer? Maybe you could ask him about the crow eating the, the rat. Maybe, who is it? Maybe I could reach out. Oh, yeah. Uh, every Saturday night, this uh, Native American shaman comes in. Nope, nope. Okay, cool. Don't worry about it. I'm told that's bad. I've been told that's bad. Okay, don't, uh, we're going we're gonna to go. Okay, but can you play Backwater by the Meat Puppets? That is a great song, but no, Chet. You know, we didn't hang up on him. That's kind of... I'm kind of hurt by that. All right, uh, on with the show. By request, a dedication from Garth to Wayne. He says, don't worry. Oh, yes, one day she will be yours. She will be yours. And from that to Roger Miller, King of the Road, right here at Hall of Fame Music Radio. Here's another true fact about your host, Ken Absock. He spent the last week watering replanted grass for 30 minutes a night, and he can no longer tell the difference between the smell of manure or his own soul. And now, back to the show. That was a long one. 
Buster Moffat, and this is another DIY tip video. DIY means do it yourself, or else the government will come after you. A lot of people are trying to save money these days, but with the government forcing us all into our houses while they use a made-up virus to destroy the movie business, so I've got a special tip for you to make some cheap and easy meals that will last you for days and days thanks to the power of leftovers. <laughs> Leftovers ain't just for your mom's meatloaf anymore. <laughs> um, though, uh, side tip, a well-cooked loaf of meat can survive outside of a refrigerator for up to three days before it turns, so keep that in mind. Anyway, not to get too distracted, like the government has us distracted from the real important issues like the lizard people assuming more control soon, let's get back to the point. As you know, I'm what they call a prepper, and you should be a prepper too. Prepping yourself for a worldwide disaster or zombie virus outbreak should always be something you strive for. <laughs> I know some people will make fun of you at the hardware store when you're buying tarps and portable toilets, but you'll be the one laughing when they're pounding on the locked door to your bunker, screaming that they're about to do to themselves. <laughs> it's revenge. So if you want a cheap and easy meal that will last you, try taking some of the older food items you have stored in your bunker and mixing them together in a tasty stew. I'm going to tell you about it right now. Now, today, I'm making myself what I like to call a stew scramble. And here's a quick little recipe for you. Take two cans of pickled squid heads, one package of discarded pig snouts, and a half pound of flan, and dump them into a large-sized saucepan. You can get a lid if you want. Then take a handful of shark chunks and mix them in slowly. The key is slowly is you pour in one can of cream of mushroom sauce. And for added flavor, and to help temper the bitterness of the snouts, add three spoons of uh, powdered cream of tartare, a little cumin, and I garnish it with some of those marmalade packets I take from the local Farron family diner I go to. Uh, these are all items you should have in your bunker if you have followed my previous tips. We bring that all to a nice simmer, and <laughs> there you go. A nice cheap meal that will last you all through the week. Just take what you don't eat in the first sitting, you know, and, and, and just have a little bit of self-discipline to not, to not eat at all. Just take uh, what you don't eat and spoon it carefully into some plastic sandwich baggies, seal them up, and just put them in the back of your freezer. Thaw it out all day if you want it for dinner the next night. So that's the tip, everybody. Hope you enjoy that dinner. Uh, okay, everybody, I'm, uh, I'm Buster Moffat and with another DIY tip. See you soon. And now it's time for the list. Today, we've got the best ways to improve your baseball swing. Number three. Spend countless hours in a batting cage swinging at pitch after pitch until you realize you're 45 and this is the best you've got. Number two. Buy a fancy piece of workout equipment that will increase your strength and speed and use it until you break your back. Number one. And the best way to improve your baseball swing. You can't. Clink, clink. And that's the list. And here's another weekly commentary from Mort Rooney. 
discovered that, that sometimes even the nicest people in the world love being cruel. It's just our nature. We are the people, after all, that made Britney Spears a megastar and then collectively told her, how dare you? And I'm not talking about the kind of careless cruelness that leads people to put a carton of milk back into the refrigerator with only one drip of milk left in it. Those are monsters, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about premeditated, intentional cruelness. I'm talking about April Fool's Day. This is a so-called holiday in which a large percentage of the population thinks it's just a swell idea to pull a prank on the people they love so serious, so troubling, and so convincing that every last shred of the prank victim's trust, dignity, and well-being is crumpled up like a 12-foot-long CVS receipt and thrown into the ground where the person or people pulling off the prank will then step on it repeatedly, stamping out the last embers of the prank victim's nerves and belief in the very goodness of the world. I'm talking about that. Hey, did you believe us when we said you were fired from your job you need or that you might finally get a grandchild or that your father was just found dead in the alley behind a brothel and nothing more than a pink tutu with the inner tube of a bike tire wrapped around his neck? Oh, did you believe us? And now you're shaking with fear, doubt, and pain or full of a joy you only dreamed of ever feeling. Well, joke's on you. We made it up for our amusement. We played on your trust in the very fabric of our relationship, pulled the pants of that trust down and then mocked it ferociously. We're laughing. How come you're not? Come on, can't you take a joke? Isn't it funny that for at least two minutes we let you believe that your entire world had just come shattering down like a pile of tiny wood sticks in a game of Jenga that no one at this party actually wanted to play to begin with? Come on, it's just harmless fun. And while we're there, I like board games, they're fun. But if aliens are real, you have to believe they've been studying us for generations upon generations while we screw each other over in Monopoly, Sorry, and Uno. They know the limits of our own morality. And thanks to risks, they know how to easily defeat us should they want to invade us. Just wait until we all get bored and let our guard down. I don't know when April Fools became a thing. In truth, most of us don't know how things became things. And usually when you dig into the real reason, it usually has to do with white people doing something horrible to other people. So I didn't go far into this one. I just wanted everyone out there who has ever been pranked so bad that you start to cry or shake with the weird combination of rage and confusion, all while your so-called friends laugh at their own privilege of power. I want you to know that maybe you aren't the ones in that scenario that are the fools. Unbelievable. Now think about that. That was Mort Rooney. More later. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, I got you. Uh, but thanks for that help. Thanks for the advice. I really appreciate it. All right, sir? It was my pleasure, my son. Uh, Ken, you're on. You're on. Oh, okay, right. Definitely. Okay. All right, that was a good shaman. All right, everybody, thank you for uh, listening to Saturday Night Nap Talk this week. That is the 52nd edition, and I have on good authority that a crow devouring a rat in front of you is is somewhat okay. Uh, somewhat okay. Uh, I do have this debilitating back pain right now, but 
Unrelated. Probably another curse. Anyways, uh, thanks for all of you who listen and support. We really appreciate that. A lot of you support via Patreon at patreon.com slash catnapsuck. Special shout out to uh, my uh, producer, executive producer, and board member, Tears. Also to um, Matt Thompson, an old friend. Matt Thompson checking in with a great morning drive media station identification today. Uh, Members of the TNF boardroom can submit brand IDs and pre-rolls for this show. Saturday Night Napsock is on Jemmy. If you want to make a one-time donation to support the show, head on over to Jemmy, J-E-M-I, dot app slash Saturday Night Napsock. Big thanks to associate producer Sean Arnold for his help with the radio clips. Check out Sean's Public shop at tpublic.com slash user slash Sean. You can listen to me on Hall of Fame Music Radio, Newcastle, and Huntington, Pennsylvania, and anywhere throughout their website at hofmradio.com every Saturday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern. I point out something that's real. Those are those are actual clips from my radio gig in Pennsylvania. Long story. Hey, visit catnapsock.com for more information and follow me on Twitter at catnapsock or this company at M Drive Media. And please do me a favor and check out the Good People Association by visiting the gpa.fun. Come help us build an empire of fun. And finally, as always, be sure to tell a friend about Saturday Night Napsock, a show so real it had to be fake. And as always, remember to laugh responsibly. So now he said, he said, I'm all right, Pete. I'm all right. Eh, David, maybe next time.